This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is brought to you by the MarTech Podcast, hosted by Ben Shapiro and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. With episodes you can listen to in under 30 minutes, the MarTech Podcast shares stories from world-class marketers who use technology to generate growth and achieve business and career success, all on your lunch break. And if you dig around, you might just find a show by yours truly. Ben's a great host. Actually, I would tell you, check out a recent show on blending humans, AI, and automation. Download the MarTech Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jance. My guest today is Xenia Montan. She is the CEO and co-founder of Planable, a content review and marketing collaboration platform used by over 5,000 teams behind brands like Hyundai, Viber, and the United Nations prior to launching Planable at 20 years old. She built a digital marketing agency and led social for clients such as Coca-Cola. She's also the author of The Manifesto on Content Marketing Teams and the host of the podcast, People of Marketing. So, Xenia, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, John, for such a warm introduction. Awesome. So, I, I as part of your introduction, I didn't, didn't read this part, but... Uh, I know that you, when you were starting Planable, you went through a, a Techstar program in London, I think in 2017. Yeah. I'm just curious, you know, a lot of people talk about, especially a lot of startups want to go through that program, go through that kind of program. I'm, I'm just curious what it was like for you and what do you think it meant in terms of success for you? I think it was a tremendous program for our company. It, it really helped us open a lot of doors. And I, I think I, I really see Techstars as kind of the foundation of our company or the way we kickstarted Planable, not just because of the money and the, the yeah. round that we, we raised with them, but it's also a lot about the, the networking, the connections we made there and just everything that we learned about startup life. It, it's really where we built the product where we learned how to grow it, where we learned how to develop, create value for customers. And it's also a lot where it's where we got our first customers. It's yeah. really, it really kickstarted our business. So, so a lot of founders have um, a very similar story as far as why they created the, the product they created or where the idea came from. Yeah. And I'm guessing because you were running social for clients, that had a lot to do with why you created uh, Planable, but maybe you could share if that's uh, true. Mystery solved, John. <laughs> but yes, that's exactly where the idea for Planable, that's where I got the idea for Planable. I was running uh, social creating content calendars for a lot of my a lot of my clients back in my agency days, and I was really frustrated with the workflow. I felt like working in spreadsheets and spending my entire day formatting decks and presentations and going back and forth on emails was just not productive and not a delightful way of working with clients. I didn't feel like it was delivering a very professional interface for clients. Yeah. It wasn't a professional way of doing business with them. And I tried to find something that was really focused on collaboration, approvals, planning, because there were you know, a bunch of tools even back there. Uh, there were a bunch of tools that were helping you with publishing on social, automating you know, publishing on, on, on social media channels, but there wasn't anything specifically focused on planning and, and collaboration and approvals. And that's kind of where the idea of Planable 
that's where Planable was born. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I think the first generation of tools like this were really all just about automating posting and things. And and when you started getting teams working together yeah. and approvals that were needed across maybe departments, you know, maybe legal had to even look at, you know, things, exactly. then all of a sudden it got a lot more complex, didn't it? Yes, that's you've put it perfectly. It's really about the first problem in social media. There's this amazing channels. Social media is this new thing. How do we yeah. automate it? How do we yeah, publish yeah. at scale? Okay, problem solved. Now there's a lot of people working and creating all of this amazing content. How do we align them? How do we create efficiency? How do we save time on that? And that's where, you know, Planable comes in. Yeah. So kind of, again, talking about your journey with Planable, I always love yeah. to ask entrepreneurs, this, what's been the hardest thing for you to figure out or learn? Hardest thing. That, uh, you know what's so funny? Uh, that's also the hardest question that, that people have. Because <laughs> so that, that so everyone pauses on that. Yeah. Hardest thing. I think I, I was just having a conversation with my co-founder today on this topic. I think hardest thing is to learn to let go. Because in the beginning, as, a, as an entrepreneur, you're very hands-on. You do all of the things. It's normal you can't afford anyone else (laughs) so you do a little bit of everything and then in time you need to hire the best people people that are better than you are at that job and trust them to do that job and let them go you know deconnect detach from the job that they they you hire them to do and it, it that's a really hard thing to do because it's your baby you've created it so it's so hard to detach and just let go but it's also hard to do that because like the high level the strategic thing it's so ambiguous it, it takes time to develop whilst the tactical stuff you know the day-to-day it you know it's achievable it, it gives you like a dopamine boost you know you've done yeah, something yeah, yeah. It's a quick thing it's a win it's so easy to do I mean, it's not easy. It's still hard work, but it's more graspable whilst the strategical stuff that you're supposed to be doing is very vague. So yeah, that's probably the hardest thing. I've been doing this for 30 years and I can attest to the fact that that, that's still hard today of, you know, for me. And I think that's true of most founders. So let's flip that around. What's been the most rewarding uh, part of growing your own, growing this particular? Seeing the team thrive and, and grow and like hiring people and seeing how they become better and better as professionals, not necessarily, I mean, yes, of course, at the job that they're doing a planable, but also as professionals, just seeing them grow in their career and seeing them making, like connecting between each other and building friendships and yeah. just like this growing organism that has its own life and you do not have it, you know, you don't have control over it but it's beautiful and expanding and growing and it's aligned with what you were envisioning and it is just magical. Yeah. yeah. So, so you've achieved, I mean, 5,000 teams, as we said in the intro, you've achieved a level of success with Planable or growth with Planable. What was the biggest thing you did uh, to launch that, that you think led to, you know, a great deal of success? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I think a lot of small things that we did in the beginning, I can't point to like one single thing that we did that skyrocketed us. That would be great. Like that would be great advice to give to someone. This thing that you need to do and that's going to like skyrocket your business and you're going to do amazing. I wish there was such a thing, but I think it's just the result of a lot of tiny experiments. 
a lot of initiatives that you're trying trial and error. And finally, you find something that works for your market, something that works for your business. We've tried, for example, we've tried paid ads for a really long time in different channels until we finally figured out one that was working for us. But in the beginning, what worked for us was doing a lot of things that don't actually scale, talking to people, word of mouth, putting yeah. myself and my co-founders out there and like reaching out directly to people. That's kind of how we got the first clients. Really yeah. in the beginning, it wasn't anything that you'd think is scalable, like ads or SEO or content marketing, none of that stuff. Like first clients, just purely manual work and yeah, yeah. reaching out to folks out there. Everybody wants the one thing, right? That makes it happen. Although I do recall, I've been an AppSumo subscriber yes. for years, and I do recall you had a pretty successful launch on AppSumo, didn't you? Yes, that's correct. We did AppSumo in the beginning, and it's a great thing to do when you're just launching out. Your product is maybe in beta. You yeah. need a lot of people to support you, and it's really hard to build word of mouth from zero. No one knows about you and it's really hard to get the ball running. And AppSumo is a great place to do that, not just because of the cash injection that you get from the deals, from the lifetime deals that people buy, but also you get really great feedback yeah. in bulk, yeah. like a lot of massive feedback from people, which you, you really need in your early stages. And then you also get word of mouth, right? Like if you've built a product that people love, even if it's like very raw, because AppSumo users are, they're used with like raw stuff, yeah. software yeah. that maybe breaks a little bit, you know, yeah, right, that, right, right. It's, you know, normal. So besides the feedback, you also get a lot of word of mouth, people writing about you on social media, blogs, and that then becomes a recurring subscriptions. Yeah. Yeah. AppSumo people buy everything, anything, yeah. you know, they don't, Lots. which as you said, yeah. it's a very discounted plan that you're giving, but you get so much in, when you have nothing, you get so much in return for that. So exactly. it's great. Great. Avenue. Yeah. This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is brought to you by Planable. It's a social media collaboration tool that helps marketers around the world plan, create, review, approve, and schedule social media posts on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Google, my business, TikTok, and LinkedIn. If you want to check it out, you can actually give it a try for free. Just go to Planable.io, sign up and start creating awesome content. There's no credit card required or time limit for the free plan. You have 50 posts included, and once you reach that number, you can use a coupon code DUCTTAPE50 and get 50% off the first two months for any plan that suits your needs. So go to Planable.io and grab your team and give it a spin. So let's talk a little bit about some of the problems that the Planable solves. Yeah, for sure. First one is, you know, if you asked any marketing teams, you know, I, I would say content planning, obviously production is hard too, but I think content planning is the thing that they struggle with the most. I mean, very few people get out ahead of it. And so, you know, I guess why is content planning so hard and what did you, how are you addressing that for teams? Yeah. So I was just looking this week at some stats and some reports in the industry, and I stumbled upon a very interesting fact that two-thirds, only two-thirds of small businesses actually use social media for hmm. marketing and to promote themselves. Yeah. And I think that a lot of businesses don't use social media because they don't know if they're, you know, of course, they don't know if their audience is out yeah. there. They 
don't understand the long-term benefits. And most of the times, because they're small businesses and have limited resources, they want to see immediate results, of course. And then also because there's limited resources, it's really hard for them to maintain consistency, right? So a lot of businesses struggle with posting on social media at least, you know, once a day or at least a couple of times a week. So, but growing, you know, social media requires consistency requires setting some expectations in terms of quantity of content, but also quality of content on social media. And that's kind of where I'm, you know, that's where planning content (laughs) uh, comes in handy because it makes you, it makes it easier for you to, to focus. It allows you to plan this entire batch of content in bulk and it saves you time. If you do it on a ad hoc basis where you post today and maybe post tomorrow and then you do it day by day, you're never probably going to achieve consistency and you're never going to get to that rhythm of posting. And that's why like finding a way to put some, you know, a couple of hours aside where you get to plan for a month or two months in advance, depending on your business. And and if you can, you know, afford to do uh, that much content in advance, Putting it on autopilot and, you know, saving time with that is is extremely important in my opinion. Well, and I think what it does, at least it does for us, is it me it kind of ensures that we're going to be posting content that is actually going to be around our business goals for the quarter yeah. and not just, whoa, we need to post something, you know. Scramble around to, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. And and so we're saying, oh, we're launching this product or this course or whatever in this time frame. So let's produce content running up to it, you know, that's going to support it. And I think that I mean it's we all know that. I mean, right? That's not like some genius thing, but I think that it, it really takes the tools to end the end the discipline. I guess, to, to do it, doesn't it? Discipline. Yes. I love that. Yes, for sure. <laughs> so AI, artificial intelligence is, is being built into everything today, or at least is being yeah. talked about as being built into everything today, particularly sure. social media content. How, how does, in your mind, you know, what's the role of AI in content planning and in execution and even inside of uh, the planable tool? I think we have a long way to go until Mm -hmm. we can use AI for content creation. I feel like that part, like creative content creation, is something that is not going to be touched by AI in a meaningful way for a really long time in advance. In order to create meaningful content for your business, you need to understand the market, your business goals, your audience. You need to understand your tone of voice, your brand. There's a lot of moving pieces to that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I really doubt that any AI with the current technology can do it better than a human can. So I don't see it planning a role just yet as it is with the technology right now. I've seen a couple of tools popping up then and there, but I think nothing can beat like human creativity and someone that knows the business inside out or the entrepreneur themselves that have built the business and know the brand and resonate with it. One of the things that that I do think effective content marketers are doing are, is really viewing all the stages in the customer journey and, and producing content specific to those yeah. stages. Obviously, when somebody is just out there trying to find something, you know, find a solution 
They, they have different questions and objectives than when somebody's thinking about buying or even after they've become a customer. What are some of the ways that you're uh, seeing people use Planable for those different stages of the customer journey? I think what Planable helps the most is making the lives of marketers or businesses right. that you know promote their products and services, making their lives easier by by streamlining like the entire logistics, you know, the tedious, boring stuff that no one wants to do, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's publishing, of course, but also yeah. the entire coordination that happens, right? The logistics of content creation, of lo- the logistics of I have a freelancer that I need to work with. They're creating content for me, but I need to, you know, check if that content is really, you know, what needs, what my business needs to put out there. How do I look at that content? Are they going to send me a spreadsheet? Do I need to click on a lot of links? Well, how is this actually going to look like on social media? So we're automating all of that part and we're making it super easy for whoever works on content for whatever team, even if it's a team of, you know, two, <laughs> we really help them coordinate the entire logistics of what is my social media presence going to look like and how can we together as a team, even a tiny one, can improve this, can make it better right. and just streamlining this entire process up to publishing and publishing, including obviously automating, scheduling and forgetting about it. That's kind of how I see Planable helping our customers. So, so with teams, even small teams, there's a little bit of complexity and approval process, but I, I, you take it to the agency level and you know, I might be managing 10 clients who have 10 teams <laughs> internally. Yeah. So how are you seeing agencies and, and consultants using a tool like Planable? Half of our customers are agencies and, and consultants. It's kind of a no brainer (laughs) for them because if it's just me and my business and I'm posting, yes, I do need a content calendar and a place to approve, to plan content and then to schedule it and publish. And Planable does that. But if I'm an agency, I need not only that, not only planning and publishing, I need to show my clients the work that I'm producing, help them see that work, not only show them, but give them some kind of a preview of how everything's going to look like. And I need to do that, not just with one, but I need to do that with like a whole portfolio of clients. Exactly. How do I centralize their feedback? How do I manage approvals? How do I make it easy for them to understand the work that I'm, I'm, I'm producing? And how do I do that at scale and also optimize my time and my efficiency because I'm an agency and my margins, you know, I need to take care of my margins. So it's really in that case, Planable is kind of their operating, it becomes their operating system. Yeah. So, and you're absolutely right. I mean, because not only is it 10 different clients with 10 different markets, 10 different approval processes, <laughs> 10 different teams. I mean, it, yeah. it really is a lot of moving parts. So uh, I know, as you said, most agencies are looking to streamline everything because that's, you know, that's, that is where they make their profit is quite exactly. frankly is through efficiencies. So yeah. tell, tell us more about where you, where people can find out more about Planable. And I think you actually, we actually have a special offer two months, 50% off, I think two months yeah. for Planable or for duct tape listeners. So tell us where people can find out more about that. Yeah, for sure. So it's, if, if you want to find out more about Planable, uh, you can just go to planable.io 
and you're going to learn a lot about the, the product. And then if you want to take it for a spin, see how the product works, you can sign up for our free trial, for our free plan. You're going to get the full experience of the product, really see if it's a good fit for yourself. And then if you want to move forward with, with Planable, with one of our paid plans, you can definitely use the duct tape discount. Just yeah. write duct duct tape in one of our in in the coupon field and you're going to get it actually i think the coupon we set up is duct tape 50. duct tape 50. thank you john (laughs) 50 percent off for the first two months uh, by using that means duct tape all one word 50 and that'll be in the show notes as well so that's there you go and if you want to io sorry yeah and if you want to connect with me and learn more about like the entrepreneurial journey, just hit me up on LinkedIn and more than happy to talk to you about like building businesses or growing your agency or optimizing uh, for efficiency. Awesome. Well, I appreciate yeah. you stopping by the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. Congratulations on uh, the success of Planable and uh, hopefully uh, we'll run into you one of these days out there on the road. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, John. Hey, and one final thing before you go, you know how I talk about marketing strategy, strategy before tactics. Well, sometimes it can be hard to understand where you stand in that, what needs to be done with regard to creating a marketing strategy. So we created a free tool for you. It's called the Marketing Strategy Assessment. You can find it at marketingassessment.co, not .com, .co. Check out our free marketing assessment and learn where you are with your strategy today. That's just marketingassessment.co. I'd love to chat with you about the results that you get.